Welcome to Becoming the Woman, a wellness podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Aponte, and together we will take charge of life and cultivate an empowered woman identity so that you can become the woman of your dreams. Hear stories of personal growth and pick up habits that will leave you fulfilled and closer to the destination of becoming the woman you've always wanted to be. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Becoming the Woman podcast. I hope you are doing super swell and that you have had a fantastic week. I am finally in Florida. I just made it here, currently 11.06 a.m. I got about two hours of sleep on the flight that I was on last night. So I am a little low energy. So if I don't sound as high energy as usual, that is why I am literally running on really nothing. I haven't even had caffeine today. I ate an apple and that's about it. I just got back from the airport. It was an hour long drive to get to Uistis, which is the city in Florida that I am living in. And now I am here staring out my workout room. There's beautiful big windows and I can see a bunch of palm trees and I just feel super lucky to be here. Let's get into my highs and the lows of the week. If you are new to this podcast, I do highs and lows of the week just so that you can get to know me better. And because this is supposed to be a relationship between me and you. This is sisterhood right here. We are healing, growing, evolving together. And in that there is a sacred trust that comes with that. And so I find it really important to share what my high and lows of the week were. It's a very vulnerable time, but I love doing it. I genuinely love doing it. So let's start with my low of the week. Let's get that little bad boy out of the way. My low of the week, there's two actually, which is kind of unique because who wants to talk about two negative things, right? (laughs) I don't want to say they're completely negative, but they're just two things that were hard for me this week. Number one was saying goodbye to my beautiful sister and her family, which I am literally obsessed with. I love her family. I love her daughter, Isla, whom they adopted back in, I want to say September. I think they adopted her, yes, Back in September and I am obsessed with the little things. She is a literal goddess. She is such a fireball and I was just so sad to have to say goodbye to her and my sister. I was super sad to say goodbye to her because she's such an amazing woman. She is one of my best friends. She is such a hardworking, intelligent person. She runs a nonprofit organization for women who are going through any form of abuse and for children as well. And now she is going on to pursue a career at Disney, which is a huge, huge deal as a lot of people from around the world apply for Disney. So I'm I'm happy for her, but I am so sad that I had to leave her. She was super sweet and wrote me the nicest note though that I get to look back at. And she has always been super supportive of my dreams and my goals. So I was just super bummed because she is definitely my number one supporter. And then the second thing was just the flight. Oh my goodness, I am exhausted. I have not had sleep. My bed is not set up and I still have to film this podcast episode plus put up my YouTube video and genuinely it is just it's just a lot but we are going to push through and I'm a little overwhelmed but you want to know what it's okay Alrighty, let's get into the good the good is is that i'm literally sitting looking out my dream windows right now i'm literally sitting looking out my dream windows right now and although i don't have much energy i am so just thrilled to finally be in florida because it has been on my vision board for a year. If you know me, I'm a very visual person. So I love to make vision boards. And I promise you everything that I put on a vision board comes true. And it's moments like that where I just like to sit in pure gratitude for what I have because I did not have this before. This was not an option.
option for me before. Um, if you know a bit about my story, this was not an option. And so to literally be looking out my dream windows right now onto a beautiful, beautiful lake with palm trees and the sun is shining and there's a little pool and a hot tub to my right. Like it's just insane to me. It is just genuinely insane to me. And it's so beautiful here. So I think my high moment is right now and getting to look out these windows finally again. I visited here in December and now that I'm finally living here, I am so blessed. And this is literally a dream come true. Alrighty, you guys, I want to talk about a very important topic, a topic that I honestly wanted to start the podcast off with in the first place, but I didn't go ahead and do it just because I wanted to build some trust between me and you guys before we got into this topic so that you can really understand and value what I'm saying. Today, we're going to be talking about being alone, but not lonely. It's kind of like being in solitude and not isolation. Although the two sound the same, they are two very opposite things. I wouldn't say opposite, I would say different actually. These are two opposite things because it is about how we live. There's a lizard on the window. I'm so sorry. It is just the cutest thing. There's a little lizard on the window and it's hanging upside down and I kind of want to like go touch it, but it's a long, it's a long walk to walk around the pool and then get to the windows, like the outside of the window. Anyways, he has little, little hands and I'm just, oh, how cute, adorable. I want to name him. Okay. So I named him Tobias. Um, hopefully Tobias comes and visits us again. If he does, I will let you know. Tobias is a cute little lizard and I'm sorry, Tobias, but I need to continue with my episode. <laughs> Alone, but not lonely. And these are two very different things. While they sound the same, they aren't the same. And I'm going to teach you the difference so that you can be alone, but not lonely because who wants to feel lonely? All right, before we get into our topic, I want to go ahead and say our positive affirmation. Again, if you are new here, positive affirmations are a great way to speak as if, because when we speak as if we become, it is a form of the law of attraction because we are here to attract the best version of ourselves. Repeat after me. I have abundance of all good things. I am enough. I am worthy of love and it's okay to feel lonely. This too shall pass. I am attracting loving and nurturing people into my life. My community is just being developed and it will be authentic and organic. I invite positive enriching people into my life. We are all connected. We are all one. I open myself to receiving the loving energies of the universe. Love those. When do I not love the affirmations? Let's just be honest here. I'm a big affirmation nerd. I really believe that the way that we speak to ourselves is a direct reflection of how our world is on the outside. I can truly attest to this because it has truly changed the directory of my life. But we won't get into that today because today we are talking about being alone, but not lonely. I have learned so much about this on my own journey of figuring out who I am. Being alone is a fact. The word alone is a fact that we can accept, but being lonely kind of has an emotion tied to it. It's something that we feel. And I think where people get confused is thinking that when they are alone, it's something that they don't need to accept, but it's something that they need to feel emotionally charged about or connected. To. And for most of us, those feelings are negative because we haven't taken the time to deeply dive into ourselves enough to even understand who we are as people. And so when we are alone, we have this emotional charge of loneliness tied to being alone. I think that when you first start off, it's uncomfortable because we are taught in today's society that doing things or going out alone is weird. You know, going to the movies by yourself is weird. Taking yourself out on dates is weird. Is it really? 
Or is it weird to be filling yourself with toxic people, places, and things just because you feel lonely? Don't get scared because this is a great thing. Because this means that it is just a matter of how we are perceiving ourselves and our lives. And I've talked about this many times on this podcast. I have talked about how our mind is a reflection of what our world is going to be like. And that is 100% true. And I have seen that in my own personal life. And that is why I'm so avid and keen about sharing it with you. So that you can really feel and understand what it's like. If you're like me, this perception does not come easy. I had a period of my life where I did not understand the difference between being alone and lonely. And I think this was a huge part of my life for a very, very long time. I have lived outside for a total of three months in the Uintas in the winter and three months in the Arizona desert. When I say I've lived outside, I mean I slept in a sleeping bag on a pad under the stars. Yes, this is completely 100% true. If you don't believe me, I literally have like pictures and videos. Um, when I was 16 and 17, I did this. Yep. What I mean by this is I literally lived outside. I ate a vegan diet and I spent six months living outside. No social media, no phone, no contact with parents. The only way that I contacted my parents was through letters. This was a very, very interesting experience for me. If you're looking for the names of the two programs that I went to, I went to Second Nature and Anasazi. You were required to make a fire. If you wanted to eat, you needed to make a fire. You hiked all day and that is just the reality of this. I remember when I was first doing this, how uncomfortable it felt. And I'm talking mostly specifically about Anasazi. When I was in Cherry Creek, a scorching hot desert in Arizona in the middle of the summer. My first night sitting in this sleeping bag on top of a pad. I had cleared out a bunch of patch of rocks. I put this pad down, I'm sleeping on this sleeping bag and I'm staring up at a pitch black, pitch black sky full of these bright, bright, beautiful stars, like nothing I had genuinely ever seen before. Utah couldn't top it, Florida couldn't top it, nothing will ever, ever top the stars that I saw in Arizona. And I remember looking up and seeing the wide open sky and just thinking to myself, how freaking scary is this? How scary is it that it is just me alone in this world? At the end of the day, I only have myself to depend on. Looking up at that sky really made me realize that because prior to that, I had been constantly in a state where I was not ever taking time to be alone. I didn't really think about it. I never really thought about valuing my alone time. I would always have little boyfriends and if any of you guys are watching this, I'm sorry, but I can't honestly say that when I was in these relationships that I was actually dating the people because I wanted to be in a relationship. I think it was just kind of to fill time because I didn't value myself or my time. Some of them were nice guys and I enjoyed dating them. I just think that it wasn't the time because I didn't know myself. So I'm sitting looking up at these stars. I know exactly what's ahead of me for the next three months. And it is a battle because I have so much of my past coming up. I have so many things coming up and it was just hard to be alone and to sit with myself. 
If you know me, I love traveling. I've hiked the Patagonias, I've hiked Machu Picchu. I love traveling and I will always continue to travel and I will continue to travel solo because of the experiences that I had in the backpacking in the Uintas for three months and my experience at Anasazi. Spending so much time outside alone, hiking, having to cook for yourself, doing these things, truly changed me as a person because i had nobody else to depend on and i was forced to sit with myself day after day and unfortunately the only hobbies i really brought were books and my hiking boots to hike and a journal and i really grew obsessed with writing during this period the reason these trips were so powerful and impactful and changing my heart was because of my perception i had to change the way that i perceived being alone there was almost some sort of acceptance that i needed to come to because my season of life had brought me there and there was nothing i could do to change that it was just what it was. That is where I was, that is what I was doing. And, and while every instinct inside of me was telling me, what are you doing? Go back, you need other people to survive. Fighting that instinct and proving that instinct wrong felt so empowering. Because I finally came to a place where I understood that loneliness was an emotionally charged feeling that I was putting upon myself. It was almost like a prison I was keeping myself trapped in. And I still felt lonely sometimes. And so I really tried to bog down, why am I still feeling lonely? But I think that it's so important to recognize that the only person I ever lost and needed back is myself. You know, it's beautiful to be alone. To be alone does not mean that I am lonely. It means that my mind is not influenced by and contaminated by society and their beliefs and what they think I should or shouldn't be doing. And that's where the freedom really comes in in taking the time to get to know yourself and to be alone. That's what I kind of think is weird. But I think that it's so important to recognize that the only person I ever lost and needed back is myself. You know, it's beautiful to be alone. To be alone does not mean that I am lonely. It means that my mind is not influenced by and contaminated by society and their beliefs and what they think I should or shouldn't be doing. And that's where the freedom really comes in in taking the time to get to know yourself and to be alone. Growing up, I was a relationship girly very adventure-oriented person. I love doing fun, crazy things. That's just how I have always been. I love like the adrenaline of seeking out something new and not knowing what's to come after. And so you can only imagine with me being such literally a wild child, how much I love relationships because, and I mean romantic relationships, because having a super fun, outgoing partner was just so much fun and i think for a long time i kept up with that pattern and it really kept me from understanding who i was as a person because i had been spending so much time in relationships that i didn't really understand who i was apart from these people and that's where it gets tricky so i started seeing people on social media becoming best friends with themselves and taking themselves on dates and i generally got to the point where i was like you know what i kind of i'm tired of living so attached to somebody else I'm so attached to my experiences with other people that I can't even enjoy being alone in my room at night that I'm up thinking and just, I can't even enjoy my life. When I realize how big the world actually is in comparison to what we think it is on a daily basis, I'm genuinely alone. Like I'm the only person that I'm going to have for the rest of my life. And so I can either go through life not really knowing who I am, what my passions are, what I like to do, or I can just knock this off and actually go take myself on date and figure out who I am. And I think for a long time I didn't because I was so scared 
of the person that I might find. I was scared maybe she wouldn't be good enough, she wouldn't be cool enough, she wouldn't be fun enough. And let me tell you guys, I was the complete opposite. I think I'm very cool. I think I'm very fun to hang out with. I think I'm very smart and lovable and I'm actually hilarious. And I'm not saying that in a cocky way. I'm just saying that in a way where I developed a relationship with myself where I can literally laugh at my own joke. It's like, oh, I have all these qualities, you know? It's just that those are the things I've learned about myself and I value about myself. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little shy at first. So I would, I would start taking myself out on dates. I would go backpack in the mountains of Utah. I, I just love nature. I'm a huge nature girl. I would bring journals and I would sit and I would force myself. Like I'd be like, Jacqueline, this is it. <laughs> You need, I'd be staring at these big mountains and I'd be like, you need to write right now. You need to, you need to let yourself know what's going on. Why are you so afraid of being alone? What are you afraid of? Like I genuinely deeply got to know myself. What do you like? What do you dislike? And as time went on, I started finding new things that I like to do. I started challenging myself to do things that I'd always wanted to do. Painting, roller skating rock climbing all these things that i wanted to do i started taking myself out to do and guess what some of those things are literally my hobbies to this day like and i would take myself to get like four coffees a week that's genuinely how it started i'm not even gonna lie i started doing little shopping sprays i would take my dog to starbucks we would literally go to starbucks together i know that literally sounds crazy but it was probably one of the most fun moments of my life like i loved taking her to starbucks cooking i started writing i started reading i started crafting like literally whatever hobby you can think of name it i started running literally like i started up all these hobbies and i started lifting there was like a period of three months where i was like i'm gonna see how much i can gr grow my glutes in three months and I grew my boots four inches in three months. Like I just genuinely, like I built a shelf. And what I'm trying to get at by telling you all these things is not to be like, hey, look at all these things, you know? But it's just to say like so much came out of taking time to be alone. I learned so many things about myself. I found out my weaknesses, but I also found out my strengths. I found out what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. I found out what I like, what I don't like. I figured out so many things about myself that I would have never known if I didn't take the time to be alone. And I genuinely felt like that made it less lonely. No, I spend 95% of the day alone, but I genuinely love it because I have built a routine and a lifestyle catered around myself, my success, what I like, what I don't like. And eventually, just over time, it does get less lonely. And it's just so crazy to look back and just to think, you know, the times in our lives when we feel lonely are just seasons. Those are just seasons. And although I am kind of alone by choice recently, like I have cut off toxic people. I am very selective with my friends. I like being alone most of the time, so I don't really go out with my friends that much. I like to just be alone. I do not date. Um, I get asked on dates and I'll, I'll politely say, you know, I'm flattered, but no thank you. I'm happy with where I'm at. Now that I'm here, it's just, it feels so great and it feels so fulfilling because in the past, I would have not been like this. In the past, I couldn't even spend the night alone. So I would have like best friends spend the night all the time. Like I just genuinely did not like being alone because I didn't know anything about myself. And that's a scary thought. You know, people come and go in life and this is what I want to be very clear about. You know, don't be afraid of the solitude that comes with raising your standards and by recognizing that the people you thought were in alignment with you are no longer in alignment with you once you start spending time with yourself. And you, It's interesting because I do travel a lot. 
but I feel like the deepest traveling that I've ever done is the traveling that I have done to meet myself at a soul level. Because to me, I don't care what society thinks, you know? I had to stop being scared and just go for it. Go for this alone time. And either it was gonna work out or it wasn't gonna work out, but I've come to this place where I don't need to open my heart, my energy to everyone. I do not need to explain why I'm off limits to most people. I don't need to explain those things. I choose who I open my heart up to because I know my worth and I know the person that I have become and I know how valuable I am and the opinion that I have to offer is because it is honest, it is true, it is refined. And all of that I wouldn't have known unless I took the time to be with myself. By taking yourself out on a date this week, start by doing something by yourself where you can get really quiet with yourself. Like what is a nostalgic, like think of something nostalgic. I love to make things very aesthetic for myself. My life is very, very aesthetic and I love it that way. But it's not because I wanna fill my life with useful things or unrealistic expectations. It's because in my alone time, I figured out that I'm a very visual person. And when I can see beautiful aesthetic things, my life just goes better. It just does, I'm sorry. Like I, I hate to say it that way, but like when I fill my life with positive good things, it feels better. That's me being a human being. I'm a human being, guys, can you believe that? I know it's, sometimes it's hard to forget when you're on the other side. What is something that you have always loved doing or something that you've wanted to try, something that just seems very nostalgic? And once you figure out who you are, you're not going to feel lonely because you're going to know exactly who you are. Sometimes there is going to be work in the way and we're going to have to sit down with hard feelings. We may have to heal our inner child, which by the way, I have a podcast episode on how to do that. We may need to put fears aside. I have a podcast episode on how to do that. Find comfort in the resources around you. Find comfort in the way that the sun shines. Like Find comfort in the small moments. In my life, I am not excited to look back at five big accomplishments that I have overcome. I am super excited to look back at every small moment that added up that I spent with myself. Bring yourself to a place where you can be alone, but not feel lonely and feel excited that you have all these gifts, these talents, these hobbies, these goals that you want to accomplish. You actually know where you're going. Like that's amazing to be able to do that and to feel that peace and to know exactly what you want. I hope that all made sense because I, again, I am super tired. Um, just in case, you know, this wasn't the most perfect podcast episode. You guys, please take the time to make your alone time useful and to accept, create a version of you who is okay being alone because she stands in her own authenticity and she is just doing the best that she can and she's okay with that. And maybe not everything she wants is there yet, but it's coming and to just be okay with that and to really enjoy the season of life that you're in and you want to know what's so powerful about standing in your own authenticity it's that you do encourage everybody to do the same when you can be yourself and you know who you are you encourage everybody around you to do the same and you create a better world for yourself and others and i think that is so beautiful and that is so valuable and that is how we can each do our part to make this world a better more fulfilling place for all of us guys i hope you enjoyed this podcast episode you are so beautiful you are so loved you are so brave for being here and you want to know what those hard moments when you feel alone they will get better because if you look around you there is so much love and abundance and that is comforting that is comforting to know 
and to feel from God slash the universe and to be connected to the source that created you and created everything around you throughout your week. Remember your worth. Remember what you deserve. Do you deserve it from? Remember those things. I love you guys. Have a great rest of your week. I will see you in next week's episode. See ya. I hope you have a great, great week.